hey, babe, I'm feeling a little crazy tonight. You want to, I don't know, watch my big fat Greek wedding? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a great movie. Wait, there's more on the next page. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Dana K35 for her review. She say she say she, she says <laughs> I don't know who type this. She says, I love the honesty on this podcast. Parenting isn't always sunshine and rainbows. There's a ton of crap involved. Crap, crap, crap everywhere. <laughs> When you have kids, sometimes it's figurative crap. Sometimes it's literal poop. You guys cover it all. The good, the bad, and the crappy. Thank you for being so relatable. Keep on keeping on. Love this podcast. Ridiculously lame jokes aside. Uh, I love her. Trucker jokes. Keep on keeping on. All right. I'm your host, Meredith from That's Inappropriate. And I'm your host, Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give, you can take... Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are talking traveling alone as a woman. The Kardashians try to fire back at Jamila Jamil and fail miserably. You laugh every time. It doesn't sound like a real name, She though. is. She's a delight. I love her. Spice up your Friday night with a sexy flick or a rom-com. And joining us today is Crystal Payne from Money Saving Mom. Woohoo! So Crystal is the founder of MoneySavingMom.com, host of the Crystal Payne Show podcast, New York Times bestseller of Say Goodbye to Survival Mode, and the author of the book Money Making Mom. Crystal started her website in 2007 to provide uh, practical strategies to help women cut their grocery bill and live on less than they make. It has grown to be one of the top personal finance blogs on the web, averaging over 1.5 million visitors a month. Holy cow. In 2017, Crystal started another blog, your blog mentor.com to teach beginning to intermediate bloggers how to make a part-time how to make part-time to full-time income blogging she offers courses and blogging coaches at yourblogginguniversity.com she's also been featured on good morning america fox business and articles in women's day all you magazine and hello the today show npr and shop smart magazine she lives in Nashville, Tennessee. She is sounds really cool. Yeah, like she's got probably, it together. We should probably talk to her. That's a good idea. Because she's on the line. Can we? Yes. Oh, <gasps> what a surprise. <laughs> All right. Are you there, hello, Crystal? Hello. Yes, I'm here. And I'm like, we need to shorten down that bio because I'm like, that was painful to listen to. What? No, Those I would your... be bragging if I was you. Yeah. Just put all of that on a t-shirt and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. How awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So we usually open the show with a mom fail moment. And since you are our guest, be our guest, be our no, guest, no. put our service to the test. Okay. Tie a napkin around your neck, Sherry, and we'll provide the I'm rest. I'm sorry, Crystal. <laughs> so what we do, a mom fail moment is basically just exactly what it is. So you'll share with us because you have three children, correct? Yes, they're 14, 11, and 9, and I've got a lot of mom fail moments. Oh, so our kids are almost exactly the same age. I've got 13, 10, 8. Whoa. Look at that. 
it's such a fun stage, but it's also, it's, it's a very different stage. <laughs> I feel like every day I'm like something new, you know? Uh, yeah. oh. All right. So spill it, Crystal. What's your mom fail? So I was like, which one am I going to choose? And I thought about, so recently my 14 year old, she was um, in the science fair for school. Cause you know, they have to do science fair at school. And, um, she had worked so hard. She had built this tornado simulator and she was super excited. And so we show up for her science fair, only we read the time wrong and we get there and the science fair is all shut down. Like we missed the science fair, mm. but that's not, that's not even the worst thing. So then she ends up winning the science fair and we get this email in the mail saying that she uh, email in the mail, sorry, email <laughs> that said <laughs> that she had won. And they were like, don't tell your student tomorrow on like the date. They gave us the date. They didn't say tomorrow. They gave us the date and said, they're going to have this big, you know, um, school wide thing and they're going to surprise them. And she won like a hundred bucks and it was going to be this big thing. So my husband and I were so excited and we put it down on the calendar for Friday and then she comes home from school the next day. She's like, I won the science fair. And we're like, how do you know? She's like, because we had the big event this morning and we had totally got the date wrong. So, I, Oh my yeah, goodness. Oh man. That is so funny. Wait, so you were late to the science fair, but you won anyway? Well, she, they have to submit it early. She was so, so we were late. Like my husband and I didn't get to see, so they have it all set up in the gym and everything. So we didn't actually get to see her booth and all that. So we missed getting to see that. And then we were, then we missed her, the ceremony too. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a, it, 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 it sucks when you're in the middle of it, but it happens, you know, those things absolutely happen. And it's hard when you're juggling calendars. Yes. Everybody's got a calendar these <laughs> days. Honestly. And when you're, well, but like, York- how did my husband and I both get the date wrong when it was the next <laughs> day? I mean, that was the thing we were like, why, how did we think that it was Friday and not Wednesday? Like, yeah. So anyway, she was cool with it though. I was like, honey, I'm so sorry. It's your last science fair ever. She's like, I know mom. I was so disappointed. And she's like, mom, it's not a big deal. (laughs) But she won. So yeah, she did. So she was no thanks to you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's very relatable. And I'm sure it makes others who forget events. We're here for support by the way. I know. That's what I said. I, Thank you is what I meant today. All right. So let's track back. And why don't you tell us a little bit about why you why you got into this type of blog or website? Like, what was it about money saving that obviously everybody likes to save money? But I mean, why did you start this whole thing? Yeah, so I started, I've been blogging for over 14 years, which basically makes me like a grandma blogger. Um, And I first started when um, I was pregnant with my first daughter. My husband was in law school and we had set this audacious goal that he was going to go through law school and we were going to stay out of debt. And so I was dabbling in lots of different ways to make money from home because I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And so fell into this thing called blogging. I had different renditions of different blogs, trying to figure it out. And then realized that anytime that I talked about saving money, people just came out of the woodwork and were like, Oh my goodness, give me more. Like what, what, you know, how are you doing that? How are you feeding your family for $17 or $30 a week or whatever? What? Um, Cause our grocery budget was $30 a week at that point, but some weeks we only had 17. So that's what we would work with. Um, 
And so really then that's where the idea for Money Saving Mom came from was just um, realizing that there was such an interest in this and it was something that I was good at and passionate about. So I started in 2007 um, and that was right at the same time when the economy was really just tanking. And so there were a lot on the media, you know, like on TV, they'd be like, you know, one way to save money is to use coupons on your groceries. So then people would go and they'd search how to use coupons and then they would find my site. So within a year of starting the site, we were making a full-time income from it just, and it just kind of blew up from there. Whoa. Thank you. Economic downturn. (laughs) Yes. It's like right time, right place. I felt so bad for all the people, but it was a good place to be if you had a money saving site. So did you literally buy groceries for everybody for $17 a week? Well, not now. Now our budget is $70 a week because there's five of us and my kids are older. God, I spend that in one trip to Taco Bell. (laughs) I need some details. What is happening? Yeah. Ramen noodles? Well, yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit? Can you explain a little bit about couponing in the sense of, since I know that was probably a big part in the beginning, I don't know how much you talk about that now, but... For $70, you're feeding, and your children's ages, again, you said were 14, 11, and... 14, yeah, and 9. And 9. So how are you feeding that many hungry children and two adults on $70? Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of it, I always tell people, don't feel like you can go do what I'm doing, you know, (laughs) if you're just getting started. But because of years of practice, I've gotten really good, but some of the, the biggest things for me are figuring out which stores have the best deals, looking for markdowns and pairing digital coupons with deals. So like Kroger is a great example of a store that offers really fantastic digital coupon deals. So you don't have to clip any coupons. You don't have to get the newspaper, anything like that. You just, um, there's a site called Kroger crazy. Um, and she is just a blogger who does deals at Kroger. And so I go to her site and I get, excuse me, ideas of, ways to save at Kroger. And it's usually pairing um, a deal that they have with a digital coupon. And so it'll make something, you know, free or 50 cents or something. And so I do a lot of that. And I think the biggest thing is then also I reverse meal plan. So I don't um, plan based upon what we want to eat or plan based upon what feels like what I feel like cooking. It's I plan based upon what I already have on hand. So when I'm shopping at the store, I'm buying things that are marked down at their lowest price. I'm sticking in the freezer or it's shelf stable, stable stuff. And so then when I'm planning our menu, it's based upon what we already have on hand. Wow. And you plan a menu. You have your, that's amazing that you're able to do that. I am the worst wife ever, and this just confirms it. <laughs> no, that's, no, we all have our areas where we're really gifted in and we're skilled in, and I have a few, and I try to do them really well and let the other things go, you know? Well, how? And so I, am, I, I have never nailed a photo or a picture or any kind of artwork on my wall ever. I have never painted a wall before. I don't know how to decorate. Like, right. so I have, I, I lack in many areas, but saving money on groceries is just something that I love and I'm really passionate about. And Aww. so it's super cool because it's my job now. So I get to do what I love and help people and it feeds our family too. And that's such a good point that you made. We all were great at certain things and we stink at certain things. And if you could find something that you're good at, and do it for a living, then you've got like the best life because it doesn't feel like work. And I think that's so cool that you're able to do that. I love it. I really, truly feel like I have the best job in the world. So where can people find you to get all of the details, the juicy details on how to save money and and, uh, live a more fiscally responsible 
life. And if if somebody wants is I get messages all the time, help me, I want to start a blog. Can you give me any advice, tips? There's so many people out there who want to do this and don't know where to go and you're offering those services as well, right? Yes. Um so my site my main site is moneysavymom.com and probably the best place. I mean, everybody's in different social media places, but um, I love Instagram stories and that's where I really show like when I go to the grocery store, the deals that I'm getting, I kind of, it's just like a real time. Here's how I'm doing this. So if people are um, on Instagram, I'm the money saving mom on Instagram, which is not good. I should have gotten money saving mom, but I didn't do it right. So anyway, I'm the money saving mom on Instagram. Um, and so that's the best place. And then if you want to start a blog, um, my site called your blogging mentor.com, um, is where I really, my heart there is to teach people how to make a part-time to full-time income from blogging. That's so cool. I don't even know how you have time to plan meals. You're a busy bee. Mm. I have a great team and I only do a few things <laughs> and my kids are older. So they actually sleep through the night. Oh, you know? I can't imagine. It makes a big difference. Oh, yeah. Chloe with her flu. Uh. I, I checked and it is against the law to set them outside the back door and lock it at night. Yeah. If that, you're trying uh, to get some sleep. Yeah. That's not allowed. I Googled it. Oh, good. Cause I was close. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, uh, Oh, <laughs> You you covered it. Okay, yeah. sorry. There you go. You were one step ahead. That's why I flipped pages. Oh my you're god, you're really good at your job. Shut up. Of podcasting. That's true. Yeah, I'm the best. You are. Um, okay, say something. <laughs> so so today's trending parenting news is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Oh, we're just moving on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Were we not? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Should we say like, well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Please stick around because we're going to cover some more topics. Well, yeah, but she's the co-host, so she's in for the long haul. Does everybody know that? Yeah, you uh, have. Yeah, we're not kicking her out. She's gonna weigh in on the next three uh, segments here. Good because here, I I need her in my life at all times. Pretty much is what's happening. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble for spending way too much money. Oh, what? What? Okay, so before we get into the topics, why don't we tell everyone how they can win the opportunity to remotely co-host the season finale with us as okay. well. Sounds good. As well as receive some, as well as receive some awesome Grove Collaborative and FabFit Fun prize packs. All right, it's easy to enter our co-host contest. Just download the podcast every week and listen for the secret code word through the first fifteen episodes. Text the secret code word, then reply with your email address and like Filter Free Parents on Facebook. You have seven days after the episode is released to enter. Every week is a new chance to enter, and every time you enter is another chance to win. All of the contest rules can be found at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. This episode's code word is money saving mom. That's one word, no spaces. From the US, text money saving mom to 44222 for your chance to win. From Canada, text money saving mom to 158-780-04323 for your chance to win. So now we can move that piece. These were out of order. I'm just used, I'm just stating that. And I'm also letting you all know that it's lady time of the month for me. Oh, God. So I am hot and 10 pounds heavier than normal, and my brain is not on today. Right. So right. anything that comes out of my mouth, I apologize in advance. That's a good to have a blanket statement like that. <laughs> I feel really safe. Apologizing. Have for- you guys heard of the My Hormolo- Hormonology app? 
we just found it recently. It's like, it's called hormone horoscope, but it literally tells you exactly like how you're going to feel every day. And it has been so spot on. It's scary, but it's really? like today you should probably just stay home and not talk to anybody today. Oh, you, we should today get would be that. a good day for you to like, go have a job interview. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. Um, well, while we're going on, I'm going to be downloading this app. <laughs> you you download it. Huh? Download it. Do it now. I'm gonna. I thought you were yelling at me. No, I was. T- I was. We have a. We have an in studio guest today. My good friend Janine. And I was just telling her if you could put your head, your earbuds in, and go to Filter Free Parents, then you could hear what, what she's saying too. Hi, Janine. <laughs> Janine's here for you, by the way. I just googled hormonal, and I can't find it. <laughs> what am so I doing? Look up hormone horoscope. Is what hormonal. it's like at myhormonology.com. Okay. There you go. All right, Speed Racer, Dave. Oh. Right. Set up my cycle calendar. What the? You can't set up it on. You can't set up your cycle calendar on his. Too phone. late. Dave's gonna know my cycle. <laughs> are we? It's probably safe to know Tiffany's cycle. We should know What's this. <laughs> what days? My are you husband can... was like, "Can you just like send me the every day what I need to know?" And then he said, "Maybe you should send it out to your team too, so everybody would know too." Oh, that's a good idea. Do you want daily reminders, Dave? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Right. And anyway, we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Once we've got that all set up and Dave types in Tiffany's menstrual cycle into his phone, <laughs> then we'll come back with uh, a firm, a firm horoscope on that. But let's go ahead and let's get into some trending. Pa- oh, wait, just kidding. Here we go. Okay. We're, we're going to talk, talk about Tiffany. <laughs> I don't know if this is okay for the radio. Mm. You're likely experiencing some of your heaviest menstrual bleeding today. <laughs> True. <laughs> Which can sap your physical and mental energy. Told you making you want a cocoon at home or at your favorite relaxing spot. Despite this, you may notice that compared to the past few days, the sun is shining a little more brightly. No. <laughs> Birds are singing a little more sweetly. I will shoot them. And your <laughs> boss isn't a total jerk. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> That's rising estrogen's influence with the level of this hormone climbing slightly. It boosts your mood and outlook. I- maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm on day. Yeah, maybe. Three, because there's know. no damn birds chirping anywhere. <laughs> Ooh, it says to eat cupcakes. So, well, you had donuts. Yeah, the other day it said something like, "To feel better today, anytime you're starting to feel low, eat some sugar." I'm like, okay, I am on board with this app. Yeah. Hey, guys, have a hormone cycle too. Why don't you look up yours, Dave? Yeah, he he definitely has one. <laughs> okay, so. Meredith, mm. what does one penny say to the other penny? I don't know what. Let's get together and make some sense. Oh. That doesn't even make sense. Sense. C-E-N-T-S. Get it? All right. So I thought this would be um, a, g- a good topic considering some things that have recently uh, happened <gasps> in the news. Did you not hear about this? Okay. We're going to get into it. Your mouth is a game. What? All right. So a USC student um, got into the wrong car and was kidnapped, kidnapped and killed last week. Uh, and this has happened uh, a couple of times. And it between that and the recent news that I've seen in various countries of women travelers who were traveling alone uh, ending up being uh, murdered, I thought it would be appropriate to have a discussion about 
proper safety tips for women travelers or anybody who's traveling solo, really. But obviously, because I'm a woman and I travel a ton, you're a woman and you travel a ton. If we've got, if you have children um, that are out traveling alone, like we should talk maybe some tips and tricks because this this scares the crap out of me, uh, especially with the introduction of such things as Uber or Lyft. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I remember my first Uber ride a few years ago. I was really, really nervous about getting into somebody's car. Like it's somebody's car. Yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, now it's all I do. I know. I, I don't think so. Uh, and there's not a second thought about getting into the back of someone's car. Right. When you're raised with your parents saying, don't get into strangers' cars. Now it's like all we do. Or get into strangers' cars. Yeah. Right. Okay, so so Crystal, um, what do you think? Do you Uber first of all? I do, but yeah, it's like just recently I I went to New York City and I was you know I just always think when I'm getting into someone's car, this is a little awkward. So <laughs> the other morning I had to, it was early in the morning and they were gonna have to take me all the way to the airport and I was just I, I was like this is it's dark outside like I've heard some some stories from different people that have had bad situations. One of the things that helps me, well, I always try to look at their reviews and like make sure that they have actually, you know, done this a lot and have good reviews. But even then I feel like, I I don't know, you know, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Right. So um, police say that a University of South Carolina student from New Jersey was found dead about a day after she was reported missing. The 21-year-old left a bar around 2 a.m., got back in the back of a black Chevy Impala, uh, whom she thought was her Uber ride. Uh, I they, they don't know for sure if she opened the door and asked. Either way, she she was was in fact trying to Uber. Um, got into the back of this car, and then her body was discovered uh, in a wooded area the following day. Um, okay, yeah. What are the chances you get in the wrong car, and then what are the chances that car happens to be a murderer? Yeah, that's like freaky. It, it right. I'm not saying that by any stretch that this is the norm or that this is something that happens a lot. But what it does bring to light is that as women who travel, uh, or if you have, uh, you know, high school um, daughters, and I'm not saying this to be sexist because obviously you want to tell your high school sons or anybody who's going out and traveling alone, but. I only know what it's like to be a woman because I'm a woman mm -hmm. and I can tell you that I'm I constantly feel like I have to be on high alert because I'm always worried whether I'm at a gas pump or wherever I am that I have to be looking around to make sure that somebody isn't going to come up behind me. Same. I thought that was just anxiety. No, I think that's just part of being a woman and you have to always be aware of your surroundings. I don't know that men have to do that. I'm not a man, but I do know that I'm constantly like before I get into my car, I'm checking the back of my van mm -hmm. to make sure nobody's in it. I look <gasps> underneath my car and I feel like most women live in a constant state, state of panic in that respect. And then when you go and have something like Uber, which is a, or Lyft or whichever company, which is a service that I love and I use all the time. So freaks me out to be like, Hey, are you Leonard? Okay, cool. Leonard's got 5,000 reviews. I'm going to sit in Leonard's car. Right. So I thought it would be very interesting because obviously my heart bleeds for this family who just mm. lost this, this, this girl. But it's dangerous to travel as a as a woman, as a younger 
teen or young adult. And I thought we could talk some tips and tricks. Yes. Do you know what this reminds me of? Why I gasped. Hmm. Because I actually saw a video. There was a live streamer. She was live streaming. And she got into her Uber. And they were talking and stuff. And um, suddenly, like, during the conversation, she realized it didn't make sense. And she's like, wait a minute. Are you an Uber? And he said, no. And she's like, oh, my God, stop the car, stop the car, stop the car. This was all live on the video. He thought she was a prostitute. Oh, my God. And she thought he was an Uber driver. And so I wonder how many times that happens as well. You know what I mean? Like, I'd assume the prostitution thing more often than the other. Because she didn't even say, hi, are you my Uber? She just smiled and got in. And it was all on the video. hey. Yeah, she's like, hi, how are you? She got in the front seat, too. Okay, so let's so let's dive into this then, and then everybody can chime in as we go, okay? Yeah. All right, so tips for riding safe when you are in some type of a car service. Okay, are you ready? Plan ahead. Before you request a, a ride, think about where you're headed and review the safety features in the app, meaning check to see how many rides a person has done. Um, also, you can check uh, when you get into the car, check to make sure that the child locks are not on. The child locks were on in this girl's, in this Uber or in this person's car who she thought was the Uber. She couldn't get out. Oh, child locks were engaged. So check to make sure your child locks aren't on. Make sure to request your ride from inside of a building. Do not wait outside at the street. Okay. I do that one. I'll, I I am I don't ever do that one. I mean, no, which is wrong. I need to start doing that. Make sure to get into the right car um, and check because they all have the stickers whether it's Uber or Lyft or whatever it is. And it tells you the license plate, the person's name, a mm-hmm. picture of the person and the color of the car as well. Be not a, that this is her fault. I'm just no. Saying. Be a backseat rider always. Do not get into the front seat, they say. Mm. Uh, make sure to text somebody or drop your location to a friend so they know where you're going or somebody. And then um, give feedback Uh so that other people know that this was a good ride and they could feel safe if, like, you felt safe in their car. Just, you know, mm-hmm. for that. Why um, would they say to do it inside the building? I'm still trying to figure that one out. I Why think say- I think especially if it's 2 a.m. and you're on a dark street and you're walking out yeah, front of a true. bar, I would assume it's location, right? Like, I, I'm not normally hanging outside of bars at 2 a.m. because I've been in bed since 9 p.m., but... <laughs> I think younger people who are in a city area or like you, if you were getting up in the morning to take an airport, to go to the airport and it's 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., don't stand outside. Uh, Listen, back in my drinking days when I used to drink, there was a time I was trying to call a cab and I thought I had the number memorized and I called the number over and over and over again. And finally, like the police called me and said, this man says you're harassing him and leaving drunk messages on his home (laughs) answering machine. I had no idea. So like, I'm not kidding. When I used to drink, I wouldn't even know what planet I was on. So I can see how it would be so easy to stumble into the wrong car. Yeah, absolutely. When you're drinking. Well, and so um, some some travel tips that are not associated to Uber or or Lyft or, or driving service and things to be aware of when you're out and traveling. And I just wanted to throw these out here because um, most of the people that listen to this were moms, were women. And I find this topic very important. Um, you should always, before you travel somewhere, learn about common travel scams. 
what, if you're going to a different part of the country or if you're going to a different country in general, uh, you should learn about travel scams because there are a bunch of them going on. Make sure to write down your emergency information and keep that on your person. Somebody that they should call in case something happens. Put it inside of a shoe. Put it inside of an inside pocket. Uh, they say that you should always have your emergency information on your body at all times. So that they, when they find the body, they know who to call? Well, yeah. Oh, God. I, look, this is serious stuff. Check the State Department websites for the United States. And if you are traveling outside of the country, make sure to register to let them know that you are traveling outside of the country because then they can actually alert family members of something happening at a much quicker pace. Lock up your valuables. That's what those safes are for in the hotels. It's not a microwave as opposed to what my kids think. You are, you know, or a teleportation device. <laughs> you actually are supposed to lock up valuables there. Um, this is something I never do. And, and I always think about it after the fact, when something goes wrong, get travel insurance. People always say it's a scam. Don't do it. And then when you miss a flight or do whatever and you're screwed, it's because you didn't get travels and travelers insurance or if, if you get sick or whatever. Uh, so you should look at that. And then obviously, um, when you are out, don't overshare information oh, great. with people, um, because then they can figure out like when they're like, Hey, what hotel are you staying at? Sexy lady. Don't tell them room 201. <laughs> <Coming> <laughs> don't out. tell them. Also, it says, uh, it, it's okay to have a few drinks, but being drunk in a, in a, in a Vacation destination is not a great idea when there isn't somebody looking out for you. That's so true. don't do that. So anything else that you want to add about your travels, Crystal, or any tips you've well, picked up along the way? I was just thinking like for my daughter, um, because she's 14, we had, I took, I had her do Krav Maga and then we actually, I took her to a self-defense class that to really teach her just because I feel like I want her to know how to defend herself. And so, um, that is a skill. We actually had all of our kids do that, but, um, I totally agree with those things. I've traveled internationally last year. I went to India, um, and I was traveling, I was with a friend, but it was, I wasn't like, I was by myself some of the time. And so I really researched ahead of time. What are the different scams? What can they do? So like knowing things like that, they can come up and scan your credit card and stuff just through your purse and that they'll cut your purse and take it and like just different things. It was helpful to just know that so that I could plan and be just more aware of that. So I think it is so important. And um, have you guys heard of the different things that have happened like in Mexico in the last year? Yeah. Read those really fancy resorts, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, you know, people, they're getting them drunk and then like, it's, it's scary. And so that's why I think it's really good to do your research. Didn't yeah. something like that happen to you? When we were in Turks and Caicos last year, um, the resort next to us, uh, I believe she was a lawyer. She was there. She was alone on a solo vacation. And one, uh, one of the people who worked at the resort, um, got her drunk. And, uh, I think she put up a fight when they were trying to steal something and he, and he killed her. And, oh um, she was a solo traveler and it was like you said, they, they were, you know, giving her a bunch of alcohol and, and, but she attempted to fight back and, and, uh, you know, then she ended up passing away. So it's, it's very scary. And of course, but you don't want to, you don't want to not travel and not experience and not do the things, but you just need to be smart about it and you need to make the proper, and self-defense is a great idea. That's something that you should absolutely teach your kids and talk about. Um, but it's, it's just, we, you know, it's, we have to, we have to be vigilant. I love the idea of teaching your kids self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Good. good all, all good ones. Oh, and the other thing that I read was you should 
always have your purse um, strapped to you. Don't have it so that they could easily, it could easily be yanked. They said wear a backpack, a fanny pack, or... Nope, just put t- it in your bra. <laughs> no, they said, or or some type of a satchel that literally straps to your body. Because, satchel. <laughs> because it's a, <laughs> it's a word. A satchel is a thing. She makes fun of me every week because she says I'm 80 years old. There say, is, though. I bought this, like, before I went to India, I got this, like, it's a thief-proof thing. You can get it on Amazon, and it's literally, you wear it in front, and they can't cut it. They can't swipe it. They can't, like, it, and it has locks on it. So I got that because I'm like, I'm going to be in big groups of people by myself some like I need to be able to make sure that I you know am taking care of myself so it's a chastity belt for your credit cards (laughs) bless excuse sorry All right, so moving on to uh, parenting crap, the Kardashians try to clap back at Jamila Jamil and they fail miserably. And here's the thing. I, I would just like to preface this with I'm not trying to stir up bad blood with their with the Kardashians. Because they'll know. <laughs> I'm sure they're I was listening like, right they now. Follow you? They no, listen to our podcast. They don't. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't believe that they do, but because they are businesswomen, there's no love lost there. However, when you are a Kardashian you have a trainer, a chef, somebody, a personal stylist, a, a, a personal nutritionist, a dietitian, somebody do your hair, somebody do your nails, somebody wipe your butt. Okay. Yeah. Like they've got all of these things, right? So when they are over on Instagram and they are selling weight loss shakes or weight loss products that include laxatives and diuretics. Oh, what? Yeah. That's, I personally have a bit of a problem with that because it's like, why number one, why are you selling this? And number two, why are you like what it like wh- like this is this is really crushing body images for for women and especially young impressionable women who are going out and trying to be like, oh, if I drink the shake, I'm gonna look like a Kardashian. No, you're not. Right. You know why? Because they're they've been augmented and they have a million people who make them look like a Kardashian. Right. Which is part of their brand. Chloe looks like a different person. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So Jamila Jamil has, she basically has created an entire Instagram account and some other social accounts to talk specifically about body image and healthy body image and what we should strive for because we, you know, it's not about how we look. It's about being healthy and loving who we are. Yeah. And so Chloe or Chloe puts up this picture of her drinking this shake to promote weight loss. And she does this whole, you know, caption or whatever. And Jamila Jamil posts, um, posts on there. Let me see if I can find the exact comments under the picture. She comments on it. And she says, um, she says this, she, she goes over this long rant and she says, please do not try and sell young, impressionable people, Uh, diuretics and laxatives that are not safe when we all know you have personal trainers and dietitians and nutritionists and you look the way you do for a very specific reason. Do not try to sell these kids an idea that they can be you. Mm. And so the Kardashians go and have a interview with, I believe, the New York Times. And so it's Kris Jenner and Chloe. And they said, um, you know, what do you think of this, of, of Jamila Jamil clapping, you know, clapping at you guys? And she's done this several times. 
Like, clapping. She's been clapping at him. <laughs> what do you think about her clapping at you? Look, that's the lingo. You want me to not be 80 or what? No, it's clap back. <laughs> oh, shoot. You clap back. You don't clap at. So what is it when somebody does it to you? I, it could be a number of things. Well, give me one of the things that it is when she's when she's d- doing a dig at the Kardashians. She, she's trying them. Trying them. Yeah, that's the T, sis. <sighs> okay. All right. Um... <laughs> Anyway, she was clapping at them. So in this New York Times interview, Jamila Jamil was trying the Kardashians. And so the Kardashians clap back (laughs) and they say, do you got it? Okay. And they say, this is the response. I don't live in that negative energy space. 90% of the people will be really excited about the family and the journey we are on, Chris said. Kim then added, if there is work that is really easy and that doesn't take away time from our kids, that's like a huge priority. If someone was faced with the same job opportunities, I think they would maybe consider. You're going to get backlash for almost everything. So long as you like it or believe in it, it's worth it financially. Whichever decision we make, as long as we're okay with it. So she basically was like, look, it's easy for me to sell diet shakes and and detox things and laxatives to people because I make a lot of money off of it. And so, you know, bite me is basically what what, um, she says. But it's like, so you're doing this for money. You literally just came out onto the New York Times and said, I'm selling diuretics to young girls and telling them to look like me for money. At least she's honest. She was completely honest. What, what, you know what? what is so weird to me though? I'm like, they don't need that money. Like that's, that's what's True. really interesting to me because I know that those places are paying such huge bucks for that. But mm-hmm. still, I'm like, it's just interesting that she would say easy, easy money. Uh, that's wow. Right. Like she needs it. Why would she compromise her reputation and put young girls at, at risk for money she doesn't necessarily need? Yeah, so, so so are these actual laxatives like she's selling packs of laxatives? No, no, they're inside of these detox shakes. And, and the FDA hasn't actually approved any of them. So these are products that have not been approved by the FDA that have products in them because it was like one of those detox teas that make you poop your brains out. Mm. And that's how, and but they don't like, say like that it has laxative on it. They put it in like this pretty packaging, right? You know, so you don't, you have to do the research and then you have out. to. Google all of the things that are inside of it to know, like, oh, that's the thing that's going to make me crap my brains out. The tetralatropupalon. Well, I think that the truth is, like, that's not going to stop ever. Uh, celebrities pushing stuff on people specifically for money, maybe things they don't necessarily believe in. So I'd say, you know, it's up to us to look into it and all the products and all the ingredients before making the decision to purchase it. But then again, young kids don't even know what half the ingredients are. So, well, and Jamila Jamil clapped back at their clap back is that right okay okay and she said um screw the young so she said so basically you're saying screw the young impressionable people or those struggling with eating disorders you just want the money i have been given the same opportunities to flog this stuff and i don't do it you know why because they don't need these things Nobody needs these things. So she was basically like, look, they asked me to sell this crap and I'm not selling it. Who is Jamila Jamil again? Oh, my gosh. Just <laughs> she's so wonderful. What is she from? Go watch The Good Place. The Good. So she's an actress. Yes. And an activist. And she's wonderful. And she has a beautiful accent. Is she like really pretty? Well, I guess that you can't answer that. Never mind. I'll just look into it. Yeah, she's really pretty. Because I saw something recently about a girl who's 
was like t- telling the young people the truth about the Instagram models. And she's like, yeah, these- she's huge on Instagram talking about body image. Yeah. To Google a picture of her, Dave. And you, you I don't know how anybody could not know who Jamila Jamila is, but that's because I watch. Yeah. She's, yeah. I she t- is pretty. I told you, you knew who she was. Well, only because of that one post that I saw. <laughs> well, I, I won't tell her that you didn't know who she was. Yeah, please don't. Okay. Because we'll chat later. We need more I. people talking about the truth about body image, which is why Instagram's so fake. And I, sometimes I post those before and after pictures. I love when you do that. Yeah, because it's like, yo, this is my real face. Okay. Yeah. Don't believe everything you see. And they, they have all kinds of videos on YouTube of people who are debunking the Instagram photos. So they have photos from photo shoots and stuff, and then they show the unedited photos next to it. And the ones next to it make people look human. And the edited ones, which is what we're all looking at. Do you worry about that with your daughter, Crystal? The whole perfection that is Instagram and that she's going to fall into the, um, which it's, it's easy too, right? Like, I mean, to fall into the, I need to look a certain way or I need to, or do you, like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking this is part of a much more like larger conversation that I feel like I'm excited that people are starting to have because I think it's so easy on Instagram, on social media that people forget that they're, I'm like, it's this tiny little square of someone's life. We all have a tiny little square of our life that we could put out there that looks good, mm-hmm. you know? But when we, when we make up the story that that is like the entire, that's their existence or, you know, and we forget if I go do a photo shoot, they can make me look really good, but that's not how I wake up every day, you know? And one of the things that I have really worked on with Instagram is putting myself out there and I get on a lot without makeup and, you know, with my glasses on and with my hair not fixed and just being like, this is who I am. And you see me when I look nice and you see me when I just rolled out of bed. And I think to give people both to be like, this is reality. And so I talked to my daughter a lot about it. And I actually, she's, she doesn't have social media right now. She's pretty much the only girl at her school that doesn't have social media. But we talk about the reason why is just because I feel like there's a lot of things that it's, it's like the likes and yep. the people who leaving comments and people who don't like and don't comment. Like you read so much into it and it can become this heavy burden that I feel like girls are having to carry around that mm. it's too much for them. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I agree a hundred percent with you. My, my oldest, um, who's just turned 13 does not have, none of my kids have social media, but I know a lot of the kids at his school do, and it's just not something that we're going to introduce at this point. And I agree with you. I mean, my Instagram is a disaster. I don't, I, I don't, I rarely brush my hair if we're being honest. I wake up and yeah, I look this good. Um, you do look really good. but it's, but it's just not something that I've really, uh, I just, I don't want to curate it. I know that a lot of people are like, you must curate your Instagram page. And I'm like, well, this is my face and this is what we do here. And that is my brand. And that is what we discuss. And, and that's where I'm comfortable. And I know some people are comfortable in a full face of makeup and heels and I'm not. And that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, and nothing against people in a full face of makeup and heels. You, you do, you look great in that and that's you. And that's where you're comfortable. I'm comfortable in um, what my husband just called, uh, MC Hammer just called, he wants his parachute pants back. (laughs) I was thinking I need to go to Target and grab another pair of these before they're sold out because (laughs) they're comfy, right? Not attractive, but comfy. Listen, and I also firmly believe that we're all in different seasons, okay? And if I was a young kid and all I ever had to do was look good, 
I would probably friggin' look good, which I did. We can show some old pictures if, you know what I mean? But now I have to get three other people ready. I barely have time, you know? And then maybe once my kids are grown or in school, I'll put a little effort back into myself. Maybe you'll tan that second leg. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) there's going. (laughs) One of my legs is looking really good. Hey, I tried ya. Oh, I tried ya. Oh my goodness. Did I did it right? No, right? you can't say it like tried ya. You can't say it like that. <laughs> Look at me, I tried ya. Uh, it's hey. Is that you clapping back? I'm a <laughs> get off my porch. <laughs> we need to make a video um, Oh my god. With you trying to be cool and me just like being your embarrassed. First of all, that was cool. All right, moving on, moving on. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh love and marriage, as we do. Okay. Um Love and Marriage is brought to you by Meredith, Tiffany, and Crystal, because we're all spectacular wives. Darn tootin. Crystal, you're really pretty, by the way. I see your picture. <laughs> way to make it Remember super awkward. Photo shoot, like photo shoot pictures. <laughs> I oh just, God. I've been wanting to tell you that the whole time since hey, I saw your face. Hey, Tiffany, do you want to make things really awkward? <laughs> All right, cool. Insert here. Awesome. All right. So in love and marriage, oh. people are always messaging us or emailing and asking, how do you keep your marriage so spicy? Literally no one's ever emailed <laughs> us. <laughs> So I thought I would help you out and put some fire in the sheets. No. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Um, It sounds like arson. (laughs) It's not arson. All right. So so here's the thing. It's very hard to find a babysitter. Okay. It really is. Like nobody wants to babysit my kids. There's three of them. It can be a huge pain. Then you have to pay them. It's a lot. Right. And like we don't have a lot of extended family who can just watch our kids. So sometimes on a Friday night, you have to be creative with what you're going to do or how you're going to set the mood or get into the mood with your lover. Mm. Okay. So what better way to do that than putting the kids to bed and just we have the ability to Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime a movie now, which is great. Mm -hmm. So it's picking the right movie that is is important. Yes, it's going to set the mood. Uh, So are we talking adult movies? Well, adult ish, not that kind of adult movies. You look at that be really uncomfortable. (laughs) Listen, so what you're telling me is the way to spice up your marriage is to pick a good movie. Well, I'm giving you a genre of movie too. So it can be something that's got some brief nudity. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it takes. (laughs) Rated R. One nipple. Brief nudity. um, Brief nudity. um, Or a rom-com if your husband will sit through it. So just let me get through my list. Okay, sorry. All right? Just Crystal, bear with us, okay? All right. And then we can see who's, and then you can, then we can all agree who's seen what movies and go from there. Some of these I haven't even heard, heard of. All right. So I Googled what are the sexiest movies? (laughs) How did you not get porn? I said sexiest (laughs) movies that aren't porn. Okay. All right. Is there actually a list called that? That's what I I had to do a lot of digging. Hold on. A lot of porn came up. Okay. Uh, Ex Machina. Machina. Machina? No. Is that right? M A C H I N A Machina. What the hell is a Machina? Yeah, pretty All right. sure. 
In perhaps one of the sexiest modern sci-fi films, Ex Machina portrays Tomb Raider star Alicia, whatever her name is, and crazy rich Asians actress model and ballerina Sonia Mizuno as two female human robot androids who are desperate to experience the outside world, even if it means killing the creator. And I pulled this movie because you were talking about robot sex last week. What? Remember you were like, are we going to talk about robot sex? And I was like, no, way to make it awkward again why would i say that i don't know why you say that. i don't know why you say half the stuff you do but i found a movie <laughs> that has robot sex in it for you thank you this so was much. a pick from me for you i've seen it it was actually pretty sexy you saw this mm-hmm. i knew it of course i've seen every robot sex movie you oh could my ever god name. do you see how good i am at my job all right perfect stranger when a journalist goes undercover to find evidence that a suspicious advertising executive killed her best friend she finds herself in the middle of a of a scheme more complicated than she ever imagined and that was getting in bed with him. Perfect stranger. I don't know. Okay. Google it. You need to watch this. Mm. Dirty dancing. Wait, where? Why? Wait. What? Did I skip one? You did, but that's Sorry. okay. I see. I see where you're at. Oh, all right. I'll go back. No, that's okay. I've already seen this movie. It's a good one. It's got Amber Heard. She's so pretty. So let's talk about that one. You talk about that one. You've seen it. No, I don't remember it. Oh, my God. There was a so party. Hard. Okay. All the boys love Mandy Lane. Is a high, is a movie about a high schooler who reluctantly what? It, uh, she finds out that all her male suitors are murdered one by one. How does this spell out marriage spice? <laughs> How does it? It's about men getting murdered. Like so after that the seventh guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> oh my gosh. Crystal, do you have any movies that you thought, you know, probably yeah, not. This is this is this is a spicy Friday night. You've got to have one. You know what? Is, well, you know what is so funny. So my husband, he does not like to watch like what he calls chick flicks. He mm-hmm. does not like them, and I'm one of those weird people that I don't like to watch movies by myself. So pretty much we don't watch chick flicks. I mean, the the most we get is like this is us. That's like right. that is like he like we like to he likes action movies. So that's typically what we're going to watch if we're going to watch a movie together. So yeah. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Oh, action movies are the worst. Um yeah, I feel you that my husband is the same way, but he'll watch a rom-com with me. We watched Crazy Rich Asians. It was wonderful. I hate Okay, we did comedies. watch that one. I guess we did. That's a rom-com. I was like, I said, honey, you'll like it because it's like you want to travel here. So that's that's how. And then he ended oh. up saying that he liked it. So And then yeah. you're like, yeah, you like that? And then oh. that's how it starts. I bet it was just that <laughs> awkward, too. Yeah. And so Dirty Dancing is one of the sexiest movies of all times. Um, Magic Mike was on the list. That makes sense to me. First of all, so here's the thing about Magic Mike. I, I knew Channing Tatum was from Tampa. But yeah, he's from Tampa. But um, I didn't realize that like he literally got his start in a strip club until I watched this movie. And the movie was ridiculous because there's no real plot. There's no real story. They try to make a story behind it. And then it's just to get to a male strip club by this for these scenes, which is fine. I just found it very because I'm watching this. and I'm like, I'm even struggling with this because mm-hmm. there's no plot. There's no. But then there was dancing and then there was some genuine and then there was some, you know, grinding. And I was like, okay. Do you know what I'm surprised is not on your list here, Meredith? What? 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 Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, 
I read the books and I liked the books. Um, I did not think the movies were as good. Okay, but they're getting housewives all hot and bothered all over the country. So I, I've never seen or read any of them. Yeah. Have you, Crystal? I have not. No. Yeah. Crystal's I read like them. a really good person, and we're traumatizing her and talking about bad stuff. Okay, it's not bad. I didn't say go have. I'm not even going to say it, but <laughs> I'm talking about with your spouse. Okay. Like, you can. You're I'm just trying to, to make the connection. You're supposed to sex your spouse. Okay. So, so, okay. Spice up your Friday night with these sexy flicks, which we just, we, my big fat Greek wedding. That's a great rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> Something's got to give. That was also good. My, the 40 year old virgin. Awesome movie. Let me just, <laughs> this is my list. Spice up your Friday night with these sexy flicks. <laughs> my best friend's wedding. <laughs> well, I don't I have, wait said, a minute. These aren't good movies. Dave said, "This is what I have to deal with. It's amazing. We have three kids." <laughs> wait, these She's are like, great movies. Hey, babe, I'm feeling a little crazy tonight. You wanna? I don't know. Watch my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. Wait, there's more on the next page. Oh Lord, Sleepless in Seattle. Great I, one. I don't even have this page. Notting thankfully. Hill. Great one. Groundhog Day. Fantastic. Are you joking? You have Groundhog's Day on there? Are you serious? It's very romantic. Are you? This I can't like tell if you're really being weird serious. List. Is this like, an this April Fool's prank? I made this list up. Wait. Okay. <laughs> you I guys you are shaming me. Okay, so this is how to spice up marriage. You got mail. Or Meredith's Friday night. Not anybody else on the planet. Wait. Wait. 10 Things I Hate About You? Yeah, I mean, you have Groundhog's Day on here. I can't take anything you say from now on. Clueless? That was a good one. I feel, <gasps> yes. How to not get Wait. any nookie on Friday night. Watch Groundhog's Paul Day. Paul Rudd is very attractive and very funny. Agreed. He's got a great sense of humor. Okay. I even watched Ant-Man because he was in it. And I don't like Marvel or DC or whatever. He's a teenager in Clueless, Meredith. He wasn't a teenager. He was probably 30. How old is he now? He's old enough for he's, me. He's old enough for me because I'm a grandma. I don't just be, can't don't believe be stepping, this list. This, this is a great list. I if you, can't. If you want to get hot in the sheets this weekend... My big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> Something's got to give. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day for sure. Oh Groundhog Day. How to lose a guy in 10 days. The 40-year-old virgin. These are gold. And then afterwards, you can write me a thank you email. That's right. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. First of all, I was reading these lists and I thought to myself, I can't watch that. When they were giving me the names of these movies, they were like, very sexual and i thought we need to dial it back a little bit i mean you dialed it all the way back <laughs> like you're like cinderella <laughs> the little mermaid well i didn't i didn't want to feel inadequate what? so i groundhog's day i can compete with that you oh know my goodness no i get it all right they're just bill murray crystal i got nothing get i got nothing to say crystal do you are are you worried about my health of my marriage based on the movies that I've chosen to watch on a Friday night? <laughs> it just wasn't really what I was thinking was going to be on your list. So, Same. No. Okay. I guess maybe I took a left turn. I don't know. Okay. All right. I'm going to stand firm by my list. 
I'm going to be you, honest. If it works for you, great. <laughs> great. And if it works for you. She's going to end this call and go, what in the actual hell did I sign up happened? for? By the time a movie's over, I'm asleep or not in the mood anymore. You know what I mean? I remember in me and my husband's frisky days, we would put a movie on, quote unquote, but we wouldn't even make it to halfway through. Now it's like, do you want to watch a movie? I don't care. You pick. No, you pick. And then an hour later, we haven't picked. And I'm like, I'm over it. We're going to bed. <laughs> do you, is just me? No, we don't actually. I think I'm on Crystal's team. We don't watch a lot of things together. Um, uh, my husband is a rampant, rampant Netflix cheater. He, we will start a series mm, together. That's so messed up. And he will go and watch ahead. Literally. And then I will come back and find that he has watched because it tells you in the little square that this has already been watched. It's like, I know. And you know that I know that you know that I know. That's like literally emotional cheating. It is terrible. Does your, do, are you a Netflix cheater, Crystal, or is your husband? Um, we have been with certain series. And so, yeah, like recently we just haven't really watched much of anything because I feel like by the time we get our kids to bed, we're like, we're just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, yeah. And our kids stay up later too now. And so, but yeah, with, with, um, Netflix, um, we, I can't remember what show it was, but we kept catching the other one was cheating. And it was just like, why are we even doing this? Like, why are we pretending that we haven't seen it? You know? Yeah. It's, I don't know. So we don't, the, there's only one show that we are still watching together that nobody's gone ahead with because there's no new season. And that's mm. Game of Thrones. Mm. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Huge. I am bursting at the seams because it com- the season finale comes out or series finale comes out this uh, month and we, nobody could go ahead because there's, it's not here yet, but, um, but he, but he or he would cheat. I wouldn't, I would never do that. I don't get Game of Thrones. Uh, why don't we take a caller? <laughs> Segway. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry. I would just sit here and talk about Game of Thrones. Um, why don't we take a caller for somebody who's got a question for Crystal about being a money-saving mom? If there's a coupon question Is or... Is that okay, Crystal? If can we, we just, take, can we take a caller? Spot? I'm good with whatever. All right, let's take a caller. And then anybody can ask. Uh, the, this, the, the, the numbers flashing on your screen. So like if they have a question about like the top money saving tip or help me, this is my problem. You know, I can't spend less than $400 a week or what, what kind of question? Help me. My wife made me watch Groundhog Day. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal, do you regret calling into the show? (laughs) Well, we just need to get that philosophical. We just mean like. Um, double couponing, you know, how to make sure you get the most bang for your buck. At the gr- We don't have Kroger, by the way, down here. Yeah. So thanks um, for rubbing it in. In the Southern, in the Southern States here, we're a Publix, Winn-Dixie, Save-A-Lot, Aldi's. What else do we have? Well, there was a food lion, but no longer. Well, they Aldi got caught doing the best. So I really love Aldi. Um, but you have to have a different mindset than like, it's very different than Publix. Publix also has great deals too. There's a site called iHeartPublix.com. Yep, sure and it's is. a blogger that just does the Publix deals. Yep. Followed her or still do. Yeah. And they also do digital coupons at Publix. So you can yes. take uh, manufacturer digital coupons and store coupons and you can actually double on a BOGO there. Which and is they fantastic. are so coupon friendly there mm-hmm. too. Because, they really are. Um, like you can go to the self checkout and use your own coupons, whereas like Kroger, they have to come have so, somebody come over. We and, don't even like, have scan that. Them and yeah, no, no self checkout at ours. But um, 
we're in a small town, so that could be why we haven't gotten there yet. But yeah, you can uh, you can double. I love that you can double on a BOGO and you can end up using yeah. four coupons. It really is a rush. You're la- you're sitting here. T- Tiffany is sitting here and she's like giggling off to the side. And it's like, it's a rush, man. When you're like, do you know what I got these four boxes of shredded wheat for? Three cents. Yes. It's like you feel like you can take over the entire world. As a recovering drug addict, somehow couponing does not seem like that, <laughs> that big of a rush compared to some of the stuff. Hey, you don't know. I would double coupon and then I'd go watch Groundhog's Day and things would get really <laughs> crazy at my house, okay? And it's like, lock the door. <laughs> Are we had we had a problem? We can't get all right, we're having a we're having an issue. Sorry. Okay, I guess we can't take callers. You're off the hook. Everybody's watching Groundhog Day. All right. Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm not letting that one go. All right, Crystal. Well, we wanted to just say thank you so much for um calling in and spending some time with us yes and thanks so much for having me i can't wait to stalk your website yeah it's (laughs) it's it's impressive i i it really is fantastic to teach people how to save money and really have it benefit and work for their family and the grocery store has always been uh or a lot of a lot of families i'd say most families it's one of the biggest uh financial burdens every month you know, when you're feeding this many kids and when you can, when you can really hone in and make a difference in that department, it's huge. So that's great. Yeah. Well, and I feel like even if, you know, everybody has to eat and everybody has to buy groceries. So it's like, even if you can figure out a way that you're saving $25 a week or $50 a week and just to by just doing easy things that can be a real help to your budget, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. 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 So tell us one more time where to find you. You can go to moneysavingmom.com or on Instagram, I'm the money saving mom. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. I'm bad at goodbyes. Are you? Yeah. I'm like, happy birthday. I love you so much. Yeah. You're not awkward at all. I know. I'm the least awkward. (sighs) All right. Is she gone? I miss her already. I think, I think we were just, he was muting it or turning it down. I could really benefit from her advice because I overspend on everything. Like I'm not even allowed to go to the grocery store anymore. My husband goes because he, he refuses because I don't buy what's on the list. I buy what I feel like I need in that aisle at that moment. I just, I just applaud you for even having a list. I just go and I walk up and down the aisles and I'm like, mm, organic peanut butter. Sure. Almond butter with chocolate chip sprinkles. Yeah. Like what? I don't even that's I came here for meat. Yeah, and now I'm getting Cascadia Farms nutrition bars because I feel like mm, I need. They're them. really good. The I have them at my chip. house. I feel like a lot of those things are very misleading as far as nutrition goes. They make it seem like you're being healthy, but then if you actually read it, well, you, you do have to read food labels. Yeah, can, we need an expert on that in mm. the studio so I can get some nutrition tips. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's a good idea. We should find somebody. Yeah, because I'm, I'm really unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, anywho, thanks for put it, listening, guys. We can't help it. <laughs> it's really not our fault. Um, also, Tiffany's on her period. I am. So bad. I almost didn't make it. Hey, I know it will make you feel better. Finding the script. I swear <laughs> you, if you say that word... <laughs> One more time. All right. So join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It. And advice. Wait. Shut. <laughs>
I don't I don't even have a script. I'm All just right. going off we'll of what you're again. saying. Join it next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It. An advice-just podcast hosted by Trump. I don't have a script. Can you just... <laughs> well, we'll read... A, we, look, I threw some stuff a, on the floor. It's a mess. All Take right. it or leave it. And- no. <laughs> Again. Join us next week for another episode of Take It... Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms... Who have, who have no, no idea, idea what we're, we're doing. doing. Oh, that wasn't painful I, at all. I feel like it was pretty good. <laughs> Did, I feel like we didn't read a lot of things that we were supposed to read. It was, we're going to read it. Dave just went like this. He's over it.